morning and welcome to another episode of Morning Meditations. Uh, I'm excited this morning. We're going to continue to share with you some of the thoughts of a new year that we're approaching as we just begun in 2024. Uh, let me quickly give you my information so you can contact me if you have a desire, and we certainly would love to uh, have you to do that, but it's lhart07 at aol.com. That's lhart07 at aol.com. And as I mentioned yesterday, we tried to talk about a, entering this new year with a new goal, new desire that God would teach us, that God would give us a heart of wisdom, and we would number our days aright. Well, there's another verse of scripture this morning I want to share with you with this same kind of thought uh, back in the book of Joshua, Joshua chapter 3. Uh, let me just comment a couple of things uh, to kind of introduce this. You'll remember Moses had been leading Israel and he brought them out uh, to the borders of Canaan, the promised land, but uh, Moses was not able to carry them in, and, and, and God had taken Moses and, and, uh, and taken his life, and now he's installed Joshua to be the one to lead them in, and he tells them that you're going to carry them in uh, to the promised land. And in Joshua, uh, we find that God is is leading, and he tells him what to do and how to do, and Joshua is obedient to what God says, and he has got the Israelites are camped by the Jordan River. They're camped there, and he says, in three days, you're going to cross over. You're going over the Jordan. Well, it's this is the time of the year when the Jordan River is uh, is really flood stage. It's over the banks. It's out in the, in the area, and so it's the uh, it's the time of the year when it's just flooding. And uh, there they are. They're camped there looking at the Jordan River. And he says, in three days, you're going to go across. You're going over to the Jordan, over the, onto the other side. And uh, I, it's, it's amazing to me that for three days, they're going to be there. They're looking at this river. There's no boat. There's no bridges. There's no uh, way that they can cross it. But he says, you're going to cross it. And uh, he says, we're going over. God's going to do amazing things uh, before your, your eyes. You're going to see. You're going to know that God is everything he says he is. He can do anything he says he will. And he's just, Joshua's just full of faith in the Lord and uh, obedient to him. And so uh, he's, he's getting these people ready. Now he tells them that they need to prepare. He says in, in chapter one, he tells them to prepare some food to prepare food. Now they've been eating manna uh, all the time that they've been here wandering 40 years in the wilderness and God has provided food, provided manna for them. And uh, But he says now it's the manna's going to cease and you're going to, to eat other food. And I want to just say to you that, you know, manna is kind of what we might call baby food and, and uh, it's time that you get off of the milk and get onto the meat and uh, when you're going to live in Canaan, when you're going to live in the, in, the, in the promised land, that land that represents the presence of God, represents the victorious Christian life, you've got to have strength. There's going to be enemies that come against you. There are going to be battles you're going to face. And so you're going to need some strength. You've got to have some better food than, than what manna uh, provides. And so he tells them, prepare some food, prepare. Tells them to consecrate themselves. And we have to go back in Exodus to see 
uh, what uh, Moses talked about, how uh, they were to consecrate themselves. It meant that they needed to wash their clothes. They needed to uh, abstain from sexual involvement. They were to concentrate upon God. God was going to come down and visit them on that mountain and back in Exodus. And now uh, he's telling them to consecrate themselves here, get themselves ready to cross that Jordan. God's going to come. God's going to do a work, and you're going to uh, be blessed in it. Now, here's the uh, thing. We come to chapter 3, and the emphasis I wanted to make was was right here when he says to them, uh, in the in this third chapter, uh, before even he tells them to consecrate, he's getting them ready. They're they're looking. He says, uh, uh, "You will know. You will not. You will know which way to go, since you have never been this way before. But keep a distance of a thousand yards between you and the ark. Do not go near it." Uh, now, what he's saying here, uh, I, I should have read. Uh, the verse prior to where I started, I guess, when you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God and the priests who are Levites carrying it, you're to move out from your positions and follow it. And I said, here, then you will know which way to go since you've never been this way before. The emphasis I'm trying to make is you've never been this way before. We talked about this a little bit yesterday that you would uh, enter into this new year and uh, we need a heart of wisdom. We need God to teach us because we've never been this way before. And that's what Joshua was telling these people. You've never been this way before. You, you, you're going to need to know how to go. You don't know how to go on your own. So he says, now, the priests are going to take up the ark. And when they take up the ark, you watch it. You keep your eyes on it and you follow it. But you're to keep a distance of about a thousand yards now, let me just make some emphasis here that what he's telling us, the priest would carry the ark. They had poles that went through uh, the handles on the sides of the ark, and these priests would carry it on their shoulders. Now, as they carry that ark, if you just followed up close, then millions of people, you're going to be following somebody. You're not going to be following the ark. You aren't going to be able to see the ark. You're going to be following somebody. But if you stay a distance and you look up here, you're going to see the ark. Everybody will be able to see the ark. They're back and they're looking over and they see the ark and they follow the ark. He says, you've never been this way before. Now, listen, when Jesus came to the selecting disciples, what did he say? Follow me, follow me. When those disciples had all failed him at the end and he came back and restored them, what did he say? Follow me. You see the emphasis is Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. You need to follow me. That ark represented the presence of God. And so it's the same idea. We're to follow Jesus. And they were to follow that ark. Now, he said, when you see that ark, you follow it. You stay that distance so you can see it. Now, I'm just emphasizing here that if, if you follow somebody, if you're not looking at the ark and you're just following the man in front of you, 
What if that man veers off? You don't know whether he's following the ark or not. You'll end up following a man. And so much of today, I believe that what we get is we get our eyes on man and we follow man and we're not necessarily following Jesus. Listen, I'm grateful for men and women of God that have taught me and helped me along the way. But I want to tell you, you better keep your eyes on Jesus because men will fail. I've had several men that I admired and thought highly of that have failed along the journey. And we have to be careful that we're not uh, following a man and that can destroy you. But they are to follow the ark. And he says, when, when they get to the water, they must put their feet in the water and then the water will roll back. The river will roll back, but it won't happen until they, by faith, put their feet in the water. And so uh, we're to cross over, and they went, they followed the ark. The priest went into the water. They went on out into the middle of the water. The water rolled all the way back to a place called Adam and uh, a city called Adam. And I want to remind you that Adam was where sin began. And uh, so he carries it all the way back to Adam. And they all crossed over the Jordan River. It was at flood stage. Now, don't you know that some of those people were doubtful? Some of those people were fearful. Not everybody was was believing and excited about the Lord. But yet they uh, they all crossed over. And they did it because they followed the ark. If they had not followed the ark, they would not have been able to cross. It was the power of God that provided it. Now, how does that relate to you and me? Listen, we are to follow Jesus. And as they had to prepare food, food for strength, you've got to prepare your heart. That is, you've got to get into the word of God. And I'm urging you that every day you spend time in the word of God, meditate on it, think on it, let God speak to you through it. Make sure that you're obedient to him and you're following what he says and what he shows you in his word. The Holy Spirit will direct you if you will allow him to do that. You've never been this way before. Every day is a new venture and God alone knows what that day holds. And if you will look to him and you will spend time in his word and allow the Holy Spirit to speak and then do what he says you will have a blessed life. Now, I'm quickly going through this, but I trust you'll look at it, you'll think about it, and may God guide you to be able to cross over to lands and adventures that you've never known, places you've never known, things that you've never experienced. God will bless you and bring you to new joy, new peace, new thrills and excitement as you travel with Him and walk with Him. I pray that you will have a great day today and you will have a venture in the Word of God. Let God's Word speak to you is my prayer for you. Great is thy